0: From worlds beyond, to right at the gaming table, these are all my fantasy children! Welcome all, to all my fantasy children. My name is Eric Atanosayas, and this week, we have a special episode for you. We are going to continue our audio drama series, Celeste Silverna, and the end of the Ley Lines. I'm not going to be doing a previously on Celeste Silverna, so if you need a quick refresher as to what's going on in the story, I suggest you listen to the last one. Catch yourself up, because we're diving right in. So, without further ado, Celeste Silverna and the end of the Ley Lines, part two. Celeste walked forward for days and saw nothing. No one. Weeks went by, and not a soul. Every day was spent walking through this new world. Every sight a blend of fascinating and troubling. Where was everyone? Months passed. By now she had moved through at least five small towns that were completely empty. Today, she found a dusty old town in a region of green and decided to rest at the abandoned inn. She was no stranger to an empty village, so this was becoming a routine for her. 1. Find a structure or settlement. When you first arrive, call out to see if anyone is still around. 2. Explore the town. Learn as much as you can in one day about the people who lived there, and if possible, the world. For Celeste, scrounging for information became her new daytime activity. Thumbing through every book, menu, photo album, music score, box of old letters, trying to piece together who these people were in this new place she was, well, stuck in. The real treasure to be found history texts. To her, they were the key in making sense of this situation and figuring out how to get back home to ruin. As for the wand, it stayed with her, hanging from her hip in a holster she made from scraps of leather. Celeste hates it. It's a weight bouncing on her hip as useful as it is talkative. It hasn't spoken to her since the first time she picked it up. Every day she thinks about leaving it behind, and every day she picks it up and puts it right back on her hip, It has to do something, she thought. She would point the wand at things and say magic words and flick her wrist, but nothing. And every time she did, she would think back to the day she received it. Gather dying embers and let them burn with the lone star in the sky. Whatever that means. When her mind would drift back to that day, she would always see the shape of the great shadow. And she would get angry. She thought... If this wand has the power to fix things, I'm ready to use it. I'll blast the shadow with it or whatever I have to do. I don't care. I just want to go home again. I'm tired of being by myself. I miss my folks. I miss laughing. Did mom and dad make Why it out alive? Me in again. Is it destroyed? What am I supposed to do? Where am am I, strong I enough? Where am I? Where, Where am, am I? I? A routine. Every day the same. Walk. Find a town. Try out the wand. Feel weak. Go to sleep. It was a hard time for Celeste Silverna. Today is no different. She lays in a small twin bed in an abandoned inn in a dusty town in an area of green, staring at the ceiling, wondering, will I make it out alive? Am I strong enough? She felt tears creeping into her eyes. Taking a deep breath, she fought them off as best she could. (sighs) Damn it damn everything. I hate this. I hate this town. I hate this bed. I hate this world. And I really hate this damn wand! Kathud. What was that? A thundering sound from outside. Loud footfalls. Large footfalls. Celeste threw the covers over her head. No, no, no. Nobody. Nothing. I haven't seen anything alive for weeks. She was frozen in her bed, paralyzed with fear. The terror creeped over the back of her neck and squeezed her tight. Her shoulders clenched, her jaw tightened, her breath quickened. Outside of the inn, she could hear it. The trot of a horse. Her eyes widened. That is impossible. I searched every inch of this town. I haven't seen any life for weeks. This makes no sense. The hooves fell loud on the hard-packed town road, so hard that Celeste heard the thin window panes of her room tremble. That is not normal. This is not normal. How big is this? What is this? Memories of the day the great shadow took ruin shot into her mind. The pounds of the hooves came closer to the small inn. It knows I'm here. Oh my god, oh my god, he knows I'm here. Okay, okay, I need to... She rolled out of bed and clumsily got to her feet. Celeste could feel her body shaking. The sound of enormous hooves grew ever closer. A blend of pure fear and curiosity possessed her body. She couldn't help it. She had to look out the window. Crouched at the foot of her bed, she rose just high enough to get a peek. It's right outside. It's right outside. I need to get out. I need to get out of here. She stayed low and moved to her gear. Scrambling, she managed to slip on her boots and throw on her rucksack. By the time Celeste reached the first floor, she noticed... (gasps) No weight on her hip. My wand! She turned to go back up the stairs, but stopped short. It was too late. It had found her. Celeste, trembling, turned to face her fate. Through the inn's front window, she locked eyes with the creature... A massive horse of magenta light, whose mane bore the maps of galaxies and whose eyes showed a gateway to another world. The great horse stared at Celeste for a moment. This was it. Her shoulders dropped. She took a deep breath. She would not freeze like she did back home. Never again. The horse reared and let out a cry that shattered every pane of glass in town. Celeste knew the horse would charge. Well, her body knew before she did. The mass of light rushed forward, and as the beast smashed through the front wall, Celeste managed to scramble out of the way, sliding under the inn's large dining room table. Her heart raced. Her breath slowed. This was fear. Real fear. Am I going to die? Celeste worked so hard to stay alive in this world. To stay happy. To stay positive. This is not how I go. She steeled herself, took a breath, and out from the rubble by her hand, rolled the wand. When she grabbed it, she noticed the wand began to hum, but differently this time. Celeste slid out from under the table, her eyes scanning the rubble and debris for any sign of the horse. She gripped the wand tight in her left hand and said, I don't know what you do, but you better do something. She spotted the great beast. It was looking for her. She had the element of surprise, and she knew she would only have one chance. One chance to what? Not sure. But she knew this wand had some power, and she was going to use it, dang it. The movement felt so natural, so smooth, like she was born to do this. Her left hand with the wand glided through the air and leveled itself at the horse. Her right hand pulled back, clenched tight in a fist, ready to take something. To catch something, she thought. I have to remind you that she had no idea what she was doing. But dang it if she wasn't confident. As the horse turned to face her, she wanted to cry out something heroic, something amazing. But all that came out in the moment was, I will get tucked in again! Nothing happened. The horse simply stared back at her. To her, it looked almost as uncomfortable as she was in this moment. The horse broke the silence and reared back on its hind legs again. Here it comes, Celeste thought, but this time she would be ready for it. As the horse charged her, she charged it, and when the two met, Celeste looped her arms around the horse's neck and swung around in the air, landing right on the horse's back. Celeste had never rode a horse before, let alone commanded a cosmic beast, but dang it if she wasn't going to try. The beast bucked and reared, but Celeste's right arm was held on tight, her left still clutching the wand. Its hum had become so intense, her arm was going numb. She knew this couldn't go on forever. She could feel the muscles in her right arm, tiring. Until they gave out. She was just so tired. So tired of wandering. So tired of being alone. So tired of having everything taken from her. So tired of losing. Enough, she commanded. And the horse was still. The wand, still pointing skyward, began to glow with a faint hue of magenta. Celeste dismounted the horse and looked it deep in the eyes. You're not my enemy, are you? She raised her small hand in a gesture that could only mean, May I pet you? And as the great beast lowered its head to accept said pet, a realization washed over Celeste. She fell backward and thought back to that day. You're the great horse. You fought the shadow. Why did you attack me? The horse turned from Celeste and began to walk away, until it turned its enormous head back as if to say, Are you coming? Celeste stood firm. No, I certainly will not, she said. If you're going anywhere, you're taking me back to ruin. You're taking me back home. She pointed the wand at the horse's face. I know you won't listen to me, but you seem to listen to this. Now take me where I want to go. I'm tired of this. The beast nodded and lowered its head. She hoisted herself on the back of the great horse and sat where a saddle would be. Now you listen to me. You take me home right now. In an instant, the horse took off running, reaching speeds that she thought unimaginable, the world around her becoming a blur of colors. Until something caught her eye, she thought, stop, and the horse stopped. Just what caught Celeste's eye? The world had suddenly become alive, beautiful. She had seen a man in the distance, standing alone in a clearing. He's silly. He has a ridiculous hat on. He is on his hands and knees, planting a seed. He looks up at Celeste and smiles at her, and gives a very dorky wave. <laughs> she laughs. And just like that, they're back. Back in their world. Back in a twisted, gnarled wood. The same clearing, but different now. Where the small man had planted a seed, now stands an impossibly large tree. Millennia old. Am I in the future? She dismounts the horse and walks over to the ancient giant tree. That's where I ended up. So even if I want to go home, is there even... She turned to face the horse. But it was gone. It was just her now. No. No, 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 don't go. Don't leave me here alone again. I can't take it. A rustle from the nearby high grass. She heard a bellow so horrible yet familiar. It gave off the same sickening green light. It shambled out of the grass. A being of twisted shadow emerged and faced Celeste. She walked forward, her eyes burning with fury. With her left hand, she swirled the wand in the air, and bright magenta light began to flood into it. Her right arm shot outward, and the light began to take shape around it. The light became millions of sinews of green and brown, and wrapped themselves around her arm until layer by layer formed a magnificent tower shield. She slammed the shield down in front of her and said to the shadow, I will never lose again. To be continued, Junior Wizards.